welcome to another episode of the Red Army podcast. Remember to use the hashtag the RAP and follow us at the Red Army Pod. So today we've got Jay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Chris has let you off his leash, yeah? Uh, you need to stop. <laughs> but, but I'm stepping in. I'm You're stepping. Master Chris. <laughs> Love that. Is that why you wanted to come on the pod? Because you knew Chris wasn't going to be on to badge you up. <laughs> Not at all. Have we got Kevin? Yeah, I am blessed. All good. Good, good. So, guys, we've gone up to seventh. Mm-hmm. But is, this, is this the highest we've been in the table? Uh, I, I feel like it is. I believe so, you know. And... Wow. I've we're gonna, we're can... close to the, the top four top four champions. Yeah, saying that though, the the difference the difference between like fourth and fourteenth isn't that much. It's like I think we're like nine points behind. Yeah, still so it's, it's kind of it's kind of mad. <laughs> One point behind Banner FC. True that. Oh, well, they're they're lost cause anyway. <laughs> so we won at Old Trafford against the mighty Brighton. I know, man. Three one. How did you guys find the game? Uh, I think we're title contenders. No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, knowing you, how you get carried away. I'm optimistic. Don't know if we're joking or not. Carried away. Sometimes I'm trolling, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm. Nah, it gives me a lot of um, confidence going forward. Maybe not necessarily this season, because I still think there's a lot of issues. But overall, happy. What about you, Jeff? Me, I, I actually enjoyed the game. Um, so that's a couple games now that I've actually enjoyed watching us play. Um, Attacking-wise, we were consistent, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I just need certain players to finish their food in front of goal. <laughs> Rashford. But, yeah, exactly. And, and I'll be much happier. Cool. Anyway, let's get straight into the player ratings anyway. So, David De Gea. I can't really remember him having to make a save, to be honest. Mm, nothing, nothing which was out of the ordinary. No. Yeah, they didn't really trouble us. Yeah, well, the head- I mean, the goal, the goal was he couldn't really stop the header. No. Maybe, maybe the cross, but there's bodies in the way, so I give him the benefit of the doubt for that. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a six. Yeah. But I feel like he didn't, he didn't do much. He wasn't at fault for the goal. So yeah, I think that's fair. Above average. Yeah. What about you guys? I'm I'm rolling with a six myself. It wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't poor, wasn't above average, didn't do anything amazing. It's nice to have a game where we didn't have to rely. Well, to be fair, there's not been many games this season we've had to rely on De Gea, to be fair. Which yeah. is a nice change. Um but yeah, he was just just there, just keeping the, the sticks wall. <laughs> what about you, Jay? Um, I think mm, six, yeah, probably a six, maybe. Yeah, like I, a, I think a six is fair. Yeah, six, maybe a bit lower. I mean, luckily for us, he didn't do any ne- near post six <laughs> like he usually does. Um, but yeah, he had a. He's, okay he's a slut at the near post, honestly. I don't, I don't get it, it's weird. Near post puppy, man. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so a six is, I think a six is warranted. Yeah, so let's move on. Uh, Basaka. Mm, 
I think it was quite solid again. One v one, you know, he's just going to come out on top. So yeah. a little bit more, I think, because maybe because the overall team was more um, up for it, he seemed a little bit more, little bit more urgency when going forward. There's been a yeah. scene where he goes forward kind of gingerly. He gets to a certain point. <laughs> he runs so funny. Looks, I'm sorry. Looks for some backup. But no, he, he looked he looked good today. I'd, well, I'd probably give him a six. Because mm. he, wasn't, he wasn't amazing. He wasn't tested a lot defensively. Yeah. And I think m- mostly his um, accolades come from his defensive duties and he didn't have much to do. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with a six. I guess six is fair. What about you, Jay? Uh, I'd say like a six point five seven. You're giving six point. You give him point fives now. Yeah, I give him point fives. <laughs> Only because <laughs> I think I think in terms of going forward, um, he actually did a bit more in this game, um, and I think yeah. there was like a penalty appeal as well from one of his crosses as well. So. I think him and Daniel James seem to be doing well together. Yeah, they link up quite well. Uh, so I think once he starts getting his crossing on point, um, he's going to be a bit more of a problem. But obviously, yeah. you, know, you know what you're going to get from him defensively, so there's no surprises there. But do you do you guys think that um, Bissaka's attacking ability can be improved, or do you think that's just him now? I think it can still be improved. I think it um, some of it will come with time, having those games where he has a, a lot more of the ball and a lot more time to get used to it because a lot of it is in-game because you could learn how to practice in training all day long, but when you've got a, a, another fullback running at you and you've got beat him and whipped the ball in, it's a whole different story. So um, I think the more we dominate teams and the more possessional attacking play we have, he will grow with the team. Yeah, because if you look at um, the stats, we kind of play better when we have less possession and we, we kind of play more atta- um, counter-attacking wise. So, yeah, I don't yeah. think he's going to get loads of opportunities when we have the ball. But yeah, I think his crossing is kind of improved. But I just think it's a case of them working on it in training, like him and Daniel. Cause I think Daniel James is going to be playing on that side now, on the right. Is he on the right? Yeah, on the right yeah, now. Right. So I think it's up to them to kind of form a kind of partnership and, you know, link up well on that side. Because Daniel James, is, um, his work rate is so high that it's um, helpful to Bissaka as well defensively. Yeah, that's true. He's got that, um, that little bit of a surety that he knows that the, the, the player in front of him will help him out in this time of need. If he's really getting swamped or over, overrun, James will put in the work. That's that's one good thing which he'll know. And to be fair, it's the same on the other side with Rashford. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but slightly thank Marino for that. So what are we give him Basaka? Six or yes. seven? Mm. Let's go with a six. Yeah. Yeah, six. Uh, see, you guys are more level-headed the other two they just get carried <laughs> away giving people te- nines and tens and <laughs> well there's other games where I would, I would have given him higher but yeah was, yeah how the game was set up he didn't really have to do much but he still played well yeah um I think giving him a bit higher would be 
uh, unrealistic. Too much praise. Yeah. So let's move on to Lindelof back in the team um, at the weekend. How do you think he did? Um, it was okay. Can't really remember much of what he done. Yeah, this is the thing with defense because when when we don't really have much to do, they're kind of um, non-entity. So then you start looking at like how well they played out from the back and like yeah. how well they um, mark crosses. But yeah, I don't really think Lindelof did anything wrong. This is a good problem to have there. Yeah, it's definitely a good good problem. Um, I think defensively. We were we were much better to, in, in the last game, um, obviously because we didn't get tested that much. I think Brighton had a total of six shots. Yeah. Um, so it didn't really look like they were doing much, but when they were called upon, apart from the goal, um, I think. The back... Yeah, let's talk about the goal because I feel like it could have been prevented because I think it came from like the ball kind of bobbling around the box, and I think Fred didn't really deal with it, and then it went out for a corner. And then, obviously, they crossed from there. And I just think this zonal marking thing has to die. Yeah. Like, I mean, we always leave somebody free in the box, and it's just a mess. Which is, I don't get it, because when you play teams like Brighton, you know Dunk is definitely going to be there trying to score, get a header. Yeah. Uh, and the other guy, Duffy, as well. So you know these guys are dangerous and set pieces. So the first thing yeah. you should be doing is marking these two. And everything else. Exactly. Pick up the man. Worry about yeah. the rest later. And then he was he was just left to to score a header. And it was, uh, I mean, even who who was it? I think it was Mc, it was McTominay. It didn't pick him up. Yeah. So that... yeah. The ball went over McTominay's head. Um, mm. I can't remember who was next to him uh, when he won the header. Um, but again, we don't really have tall players apart from what Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure. From crosses and set pieces, we're always going to be. A bit vulnerable, uh, which is what Jose used to complain about, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I mean, we played well, apart from that goal. Yeah. What about yeah. you? What would you give him, Kevin? Um, Lindelof. Yeah. Um. Um. I might give him a seven. Really. Uh, only because. As I said, his main job is to defend. He's done his job. He wasn't directly at fault for the goal. I'm happy to give him a seven. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Um, there was that one chance that Mapai had where he didn't get the ball cleanly enough. Yeah. Uh, but that would have probably been a goal. Um, but yeah, apart from that, um, I think uh, Lindelof gets a seven from me. Yeah, fair enough. Give him a seven then. Okay, so up next, we've got Harry Maguire. Was he captain? Yeah. Was he? Man, man like slaphead. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad that we signed him in the summer and now he's like captain. But to be honest with you, I don't see... I, I was kind of against it at first. I thought, how can a new really? signing come and be captain? But then when you look at our options and obviously Pogba's out, I don't really see David De Gea as a captain. He's too far back to have any difference. So, yeah... Like, I do, I do see him as captain material. Issues with goalkeepers being captains, but I, De Gea doesn't have that personality. No, he doesn't. He's quite meek and mild. Yeah, he's not a Schmeichel and he's not a David Seaman. 
When I watch him, yeah, you see him shout every now and again in the box. But as you said, it's not the same as a Shawn Michael or David Seaman. He doesn't have that same vim about him when he's fucking out orders. Yeah, he doesn't really come across as a leader. Yeah, or even the newer because I've seen him captain his team, and when when they mess up, he he gets he gets on their case. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever seen De Gea shout or anything. Yeah, and the other thing I look at as well is that as a captain, I also look at you as an organizer. Throughout the spells when our defense was shocking, I didn't really see De Gea like instruct certain individuals in the back four to yeah. beat places and to pick up certain things a lot of the times there was runs which he could have cleanly seen and i i don't recall him really barking out orders to say oh get my man whereas maguire's got that in him already and i can see in the dressing room he would probably be liked by everyone um and respected because he's excuse the the pun with slab head but he's quite level-headed <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that was good. Oh, let's slide that one in there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I could, I could see. I'm, I'm with you as well, Vard. I think I could see him being captain in the long term, but not this quick. Not a couple months into the season. But then, who else is the options when you really look at it? Um, we don't want Ashley Young playing, um, and. Pogba's not fit at the moment. I think if Pogba, the whole thing with him moving and the, the talking and all that type of stuff wasn't going on, I would have loved for him, to, for him to be the captain. But I need to see that extra bit that he's actually fully committed. And the only way I'm going to see that is the next summer transfer window. Yeah, you can't really have a player that's, you know, linked with Ben moved away as your captain. Yeah, yeah, I don't really want to talk about Pogba, but I feel so... I feel bad for him, man. You feel bad for him? Why? Yeah, I just think... Wait, how, hang on. In which we, Hold on. Don't, don't explain, don't, Hold on. Explain, don't explain. Didn't you say <laughs> that he's faking injury? Yes. No, no, no. You did. <laughs> That's bad for here and there. What I'm saying is... No. <laughs> you need to answer. So, in terms of coming back to your boyhood club, is it I, club there? It was the club where he, he came up, however you want to spin it. Okay, um, okay. I think when you come back, when you do something like that, you're trying to prove like a like a point or add another piece of uh, trophy, like a medal to your, to yeah. your curve, basically. And you come back, the team's already investing in players. There's all this weird stuff going on in the club. And it, it, like we haven't really invested in a team that would help him help us, if that makes sense. Yeah, we haven't really built a team worthy he's playing, of he's playing DM, and it's like he can't. When he attacks, people are like great, but when he doesn't do the defensive stuff, people are like, oh, he's rubbish. It's like he can't really win. Which brings me on to my less, next point with him faking his injury. <laughs> it's got to that point now where he's like, I don't really want to play. Nah, I don't. I have to have agree. But yeah, back to the player ratings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we even rating? Maguire, Maguire. Maguire. I'll give him a seven. I feel like he's quite commanding. Mm. I feel like he has looked a little bit suspect um, 1v1 at times. 
and I feel like when he he runs a bit flat-footed <laughs> but he does bring the ball out of the defence which I do like I like that about a centre-back they're just mm. you know confident to take the ball on so yeah I'll, I think I'll give him a seven as well didn't really have much to do yeah what about you though yeah seven seven as well yeah, um, same same as me. Oh, this is boring. We just all agree it. <laughs> the thing I would say is, um, <laughs> obviously, it's going to get excited when it gets in the midfield. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from, he's come from Leicester, <laughs> um, which obviously they're doing well now, but in terms of stature, obviously Leicester and United are miles apart. Um, so that he's basically performing the same, but obviously because now he's at a bigger club. <laughs> do, you th- do you think he's performing the same? I, I think he's performing slightly slightly lower. But then again, you could put that down to playing in a worse team. Yeah, I mean, is that down to him or is it down to? I would. I personally think it's down to us because I feel like he. I don't. Know, I don't know if he has more to do at United, but I feel like there's more pressure on him to perform. Obviously, he's got the price tag hanging over his head, and he is that main man in defence. So maybe that's playing a part. But yeah, I still think he, he's got a level to go up. Yeah. I don't think that is to be honest. I just think it's because of the price tag and the fact he's playing for Manchester United. There's just more yep. eyes on him. So you probably made these same mistakes at Leicester, but which one of us was sat here watching every minute? <laughs> <True. of Leicester? laughs> like, so, oh, I can't believe Maguire did that. No, no one cared. Plus, you got to think as well. Um, up until recently, Leicester was predominantly a counter-attacking team. He had a centre-back partnership, which they both knew each other. They knew, knew each other's strengths and weaknesses. I think it, he has the potential to be the start of a rock of a new defence. But ultimately, he needs a centre-back partner who is the equivalent to him and, is... and covers his weak spots, similar to how Rio and Vidic were. Because Vidic didn't have pace, but Rio could sweep up. Maguire mm. doesn't have pace. He needs someone who's smart enough next to him and with the ability to sweep up, Effie has to step out. He goes for a header, and he yeah, does some of the kind of compliments. Yeah, yeah. this, that, this that, is that, the that. area I'm, I'm worried about because obviously Maguire is going to be the the mainstay CB. Mm. Uh, but I don't actually know who his partner is going to be. Like, there's it's going to be a case where it's going to be Lindelof uh, or Lindelof Axel. Time it's going to be Axel. It's going to be Rojo. It's going to be like Bike. He comes back. It's I personally think it's going to be Lindelof for the majority of the season. Of course it will be. And then I I honestly think the way we're manoeuvring with transfers, don't expect to see a new centre-back for at least another two seasons while we sort out everything else so no it's not it's not a priority i feel like we can we can get by with the centre-backs we've got now got enough cover there i think yeah we do and our defensive record's decent this this season so far even with them two still learning each other's game so yeah very uh, true yeah and i think the sooner we have a settled back four not only centre-back pairings the better because they've had to work with how many different left backs <laughs> that brings uh, us into our next player lovely, lovely. <laughs> so we've got on our next one we've got brandon williams the young g how old is how, how old is this guy 19 19 honestly he literally plays like he's been Definitely. around for ages he's got no fear he's got the most confidence as well you know what? When I was reading something where um, Sergio um, and 
Rojo was saying that he's like a South American defender. Yes. Was, what are they talking about? Then I saw him, <laughs> then I saw him dash um, Hudson Odoi into Afghanistan. <laughs> I thought, hmm, maybe he's just a little bit aggy. That but was cheeky. Again, this game, and my man's going in on tackles, and there was points when I was thinking, I actually see what they're saying. Like he's one of them South American defenders, which he doesn't give an F. Whether he's on a yellow card or not, if he thinks he can win the ball, he's going in for it, and he doesn't care who you are. And I rate that at that age, especially at Old Trafford. I, I don't ever want to see Young again. You know what? Yeah, you, you know they see. say they say black don't crack. I'm gonna need Ashley Young's melanin to start cracking and just <laughs> falling apart right now because I feel like because it doesn't look old. People think that you know he's younger than he is. He's yeah, not. Yeah, it's weird. He's very he's thirty five years old. Like. That's the only so, way we're gonna get rid of it. I mean, he, he's crafty as well because he's he's bold. He's got no hair on his face, so you can't even see the greys coming through. We need <laughs> we need him gone. Like send him back to Watford, something like. It's one of those things where we're victims of our own uh, making. So around the time where Valencia and Young started getting converted, I was so angry because I could see what was gonna happen. Yeah. And it's literally what's happened now. So he's there all the time. He plays all the time. And he's not a left back. I don't understand why no one's clocked this yet. Like, he shouldn't be starting as a left back ever. I feel, I think under Fergie, sorry, under Fergie, I feel like he was kind of the master of turning players into something they aren't. And he used a lot of different players in um, positions that they never played before. So he kind of converted those two into fullbacks and since then we've not moved on from them well we've moved on from Valencia finally mm. look how look how many games Valencia played for us at right back yeah, and Ashley Young at left back they're converted wingers and they can't even cross like it's just madness Fergie basically gave up on defenders <laughs> it's around the time he lost the um the Brazilian brothers mm. so, so they're supposed to be his uh Gary and Phil and it obviously didn't work out. And then at that point, he was just like, you know what? Because Raphael got sold by Van Hal. Yeah. Fabio left quite early. You know they never really filled their potential there, or at least. Uh, Raphael's problem was he would get sent off. He would get... He had a poor run with injuries. Yes, he was inconsistent. He was really good going forward. Basically, Fergie was just trying to play total football to its fullest. He was having midfielders and defence. He's playing. <laughs> Rooney, Rooney was on left wing. Yeah, it was, it, was getting, it was getting bad. played in goal one game. It was kind of bad. <laughs> they bought he bought Fabian Barthes. That says it all. My man wanted to play as a striker. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, I think I think Williams may be taking Luke Shaw's place you know like I don't know where Luke Shaw is mm. I don't know where he's hiding but uh, how is he still boy. injured this is the problem of Luke Shaw whenever he gets an injury he's out months and months and months it's, it's crazy like is his conditioning that bad but you know it's taking him weeks and weeks and weeks to get fit again or like I don't understand it would you guys prefer Brandon Williams or Luke Shaw at this point I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to say Williams from the moment he came on as a sub against Rochdale, I wanted him to. I, I by, by the end of the season, he should be starting ahead of Luke Shaw. 
and I hate to say this because Chris is going to be ecstatic when he hears this. Why? Because he's been shouting about Brandon Williams for God knows how long. Oh, <laughs> um, God. So, as soon as has, he we... pay, has he paid you to say this? <laughs> yeah, but, but I can I can guarantee as soon as he, he hears it, he's gonna be yeah, I it's gonna be unbearable. <laughs> cool, right? So we have gotta move on to the midfield, starting with Chris's well, boy. I'm actually giving him a score. I, I give him a true. I'm gonna give Brandon a seven, only because he got booked, and for like the last, I think. 20 odd minutes I was worrying that he might get sent off I'm gonna give him an eight eight Whoa. generous <laughs> uh if you're gonna give him an eight I wonder what you're gonna give Fred uh, I'm gonna give uh, Fred <laughs> a seven seven yeah seven that's a good score right so we come on to Scott McTominay ah <sighs> What actually happened to McTominay? Because I missed the last five minutes thinking everything was cool. And I see, apparently, he got taken up on a stretcher. No, no, he turned down the... Well, he turned down the stretcher. Oh, for God's sake. Walked off. He walked off. <laughs> Passion merchant, man. <laughs> I'm too good for the stretcher. I'm fine, I'm fine. But then rugby, man. Couldn't see, couldn't see him struggle, man. He's too brave for that. Yeah, apparently, he's got a scan um, in the coming days. So it sounds sounding a bit serious. He turned his ankle. Um, he did that the last game um, yeah he basically turned his ankle I don't think it was off the ball so when you're watching the footage it's like way back in the camera angle so it's hard to see but I don't know if it was a collision or a tackle or just turned it I don't know but yeah he turned over his ankle so Oli what was he saying he said oh yeah I've done with those before could be eight weeks it could be two weeks it all depends so, so basically, basically, he doesn't know. Yeah, not until the scan now. But we'll see. Uh, we'll probably hear, start hearing stuff by tomorrow. How do you guys think he played? So I, th- I think it was one of his weaker games, in my opinion. I, th- I feel like he was a bit erratic. Yeah, I mean, obviously because he got the goal that he stole. <laughs> nah, it got taken off of him now. It, it went down as his own goal. Is that why okay. Chris didn't come on the pod? Because he didn't have anything to shout about <laughs> about McTominay. He was okay. ga- he was gas sending McTominay um stickers in the group, <laughs> and it got put down as his own goal. I think that's why he's hiding. Yeah, so I think um it was one of those games where um obviously he was running around um with his passion, 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 <laughs> um, but um. He didn't really have a standout game, but he didn't have a bad game either. No, um, he's got think, a lot of he's got a lot of heart. Yeah, I mean, obviously, him being in that position was what caused the the on goal. So, uh, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think he had a he had an okay game. Uh, but it's, it's, it's Scott. It's a uh, it's big sauce. It's, it's what he does. <laughs> what about you, Kev? What did you think of McTominay's game? Um, I think it was an okay game. Couple sloppy moments um not as good as his last few games but it wasn't poor i'm personally probably giving him a, a six for this one mm, i would have given him i don't know i'm giving him a seven still yeah i think i'll probably give him a seven i could see that i would be mad at that but... yeah i don't i don't think he did much wrong but i also don't really think he had that much of an a of an impact in the game. So, yeah. 
So let's move on to his midfield partner, the infamous Fred. <laughs> How do you guys think Fred played? He had a really good game. Yeah, was, this, was, this was one of his better games. I actually saw him doing some nice passing. Yeah, uh, the pass he played, um, I think it was for the third goal, into, I think it was a counter-attack, and he slid the ball through a uh, through ball into Martial. And I think, that was that the Rashford goal where he hit, hit the bar and it went in? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the pass. That was, that was such a good pass. Um, he had a really good game, um, which I think, I think he's been kind of unlucky in terms of, Obviously, he's been bought. He hasn't really had a run of games. Um, the games he has played, he hasn't played well. Um, so I actually think if he continues to play successive games, um, the performances will become a bit more uh, normal. I mean, obviously, he's not going to have a standout game every game, but he won't be passing into the back of players Yeah. <laughs> every, every game. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I we'll think see. in this game we kind of saw Fred dictating the play a bit more and his passing was much better and he was more inventive with his passing and what I like about him is that he's not afraid to shoot like a lot of our players are scared yeah. to shoot no one shoots yeah. on sight and he just shoots and he rarely shoots off target he's always working the keeper and he's over the set pieces now so you can tell that his confidence is really really up and I think this run of games has done him the world of good yeah, definitely. I think the run of games has certainly helped him and got him in a position where he feels a little bit more confident to try some of the stuff he has in his locker. Yeah. Um, which we've all seen in the highlights and we've seen the odd glimpse here and there, but this is probably the the more most consistent match he's probably um, affected the attack. Yeah. Like he's had games where he's been good defensively and he's kept the ball and kept it ticking over, but this was probably the most sustained period where I've seen him in a game um, help the attack out in such a positive way. Um, I'm probably going to give him an eight. Yeah, I'll give him an eight. But one thing I wanted to, to ask you guys was, do you think that because the game was so open and that there was a lot of space, that's kind of why you know, he felt more comfortable to try these things. Because when, you know, he's getting pressed and he's under pressure, I feel like he does kind of get forced into silly mistakes and giving the ball away. So if we are playing like a team that's low blocking and pressing us, do you think that he'll have the same um, impact? Possibly. Uh, I think this game was the type of game where previously I would have expected Fred to go missing because the pace of the game was so fast that when he did get the ball, he wouldn't think quick enough and make the right decision to pass the ball off, either take the easy option or or make a good good attacking option. So this was the type of game in the past where I've seen him go missing and look appalling because the game just passes him by because it's so fast. It seems like he's caught, caught up to speed with the game and it, he looked more at home. And I think that's probably the main thing he's had to get used to, the speed of the game, adjusting to that. And I think he's he's getting there. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him against a low-block team because I don't necessarily think he has that. He might prove me wrong, but I don't know whether he has that passing range to... Football in IQ. Un- yeah, to unlock a <laughs> really tight defence in that sense like Pogba can for example or Martial can when you lay it off to him and he's got his back to goal Um, but we'll see but um, 
I'm confident. I'd like to see him in a game like that, but I don't think we should expect him to go into a, a, a game where there's two banks of four and he's going to pick the defence apart. Yeah. I, that type of player. That leads me to another question. When Pogba is back fit, he's got his cast off now. You know, I know Jay thinks he was faking his, faking his injury, but, you know, he's got his cast off now. Um, so he should be back in December. Do you think Ole will drop Fred? Because you know Tomei's not coming out of the team. Do you think he'll drop Fred or do you think Pogba will have to be um, play in a number 10 position? I think he'll play him as a number 10. I'll, I'll drop Pereira or whoever it is that's in attacking midfield. Um it makes no sense to drop Pogba, I mean, Fred or McTominay. Because mm. um, I think the, the one position that no one has actually got to themselves is, is Cam. So it's either one person or it's Lingard or it's Pereira or it's Meta. It's just a bunch of randoms. Um, so I think attacking-wise, Pogba might offer more. Yeah, I um, agree with that. And obviously he's quicker than... The matter, and he offers more than Lingard, so uh, yeah. it makes sense to actually try him there and see what happens. If you're yeah. playing that position, you need to chip in on goals and assists, and you can guarantee Pogba will play in that position. So it, it just, it's a no-brainer just to put not, not to put him there. And then it gives him the opportunity that if we are swamped in midfield, he can drop back and make it a free. Um, he can join the front free and overtake them and go into the box and meet some of the crosses so it works out both ways that's where you'd probably we're probably going to see more of this true so-called box-to-box Pogba um when he's got the freedom but he knows he doesn't necessarily have to go back he can choose to and he's got that support behind him but he can go forward and not worry too much I think when he plays as the, in the two he worries too much yeah and he, he's kind of taking on duties that you know, aren't really his strong point. Like, I don't really want to see Pogba, you know, tracking back. And I feel like if he plays in the 10 position, you know, it will just take those kind of responsibilities away from him. Not that he can't do it, but you want him focusing on, you know, what he's best at. And I feel like he does have to kind of pick a lane now. He's kind of in between attributes. And like, he's kind of a jack of all trades and a master of none of them at the minute. Mm. So he kind of needs to, do you want to be more attacking? I feel like he can nail down that position. So sorry, Pereira. I think the, go. next few months, <laughs> I think the months when Pogba comes back is going to be very important to who we potentially sign. Yeah. In the summer, because if he decides to play Pogba in Fred's position, then that says to me, he definitely is going for Madison. But if he plays That's Pogba in 10, then even if he was thinking of getting Madison, then Madison's off the cards because Madison's not going to come here and play backup. He's going to want to come and play. He's not going to put his career on hold. Yeah. I feel, I won't say United need to write off the idea of signing Madison because anything can happen. He might be a United fan, but I just kind of feel like they can't really, you know, not play players here and there because of the signing. You know, you've kind of got to go with your best foot forward. And there's not a guarantee that Madison's going to want to join us. He'll have Man City, or in this case, he'll have Liverpool. He'll have better options than us. So I don't want us to, to like lull us into a false sense well, of security. Like, oh, we're going to get Madison in the in the summer because it might not happen. I mean, Pogba still might not even leave. I think this is probably 
the last chance we have of convincing them to stay? I don't even think it's a, it's a case of convincing him to sell. I think it's the case of uh, other teams having the money to buy him because we're not going to sell him for a cut price. True. And Real Madrid, they don't really seem, no, they're not too keen, but they don't want to drop the whole bag on him when you know they've got other areas that they want to strengthen as well. And I don't really see Juventus dropping it. And I don't see, I think those are his only two, or PSG. Yeah. That's the only club that I can potentially see. I'm kind of leaning on the on the fact that he decided to come back because he could have gone he could have gone anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he came back, so for me, I feel I, I want to believe that it's almost like a unfinished business kind of thing, and he will try at least to. I mean, it, if it's a case that we sign uh, someone that can allow him to be free uh, in the attack, yeah, uh, or at least do, sort out a formation that allows him to be the best Pogba he can be. <laughs> Um, then I think I think he he'll probably say, but I don't I don't really know what's going to happen with us to be fair. Yeah, this this was a um a Fred rating has turned into a, a Pogba chat. <laughs> As always. But yeah, Fred is you know people will call in um, Fred not Brazilian, so I think he's he's kind <laughs> of producing his papers at the minute. <laughs> yeah, that possible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to. Uh, the attackers now. So we've got Daniel James, the pace merchant, road runner himself. <laughs> I feel like this was this game was tailor made for Daniel James. It was set up for Daniel James to play very very well because they had that spe- he had that space in behind and we were count- counter attacking. So I mm. feel like this was his forte and he played well. He played, he played quite well. Did you think he didn't have a good game? Considering that yeah. Me? It was, he was a Rashford miss away from an assist. Yeah. And that, a good save from the keeper away from a goal. He was yeah. offside for that, though. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. The build-up to that Rashford miss was Yeah, Yeah, that, that was a good... That was one of his better crosses. The way he waited until the... the uh, it was, I, yeah, I was, I was quite excited. excited good, good all timing on good decision making on when to play the ball yeah it was was very good it's just unfortunate he didn't get the assist yeah Um, I feel like in the first half he was not not quiet but you know he wasn't really saying much and then I feel like as the game kind of opened up he came into his own because he had that space to run into you know down the channels and we were counter-attacking and he was working really hard like he does have a high work rate and that's something that you know he never shies away from and he's not someone to you know shy away from a tackle either mm. so yeah I think I think he played well I'll give him a 7.5 yeah if we give him point, point fives, then I'm going 7.5 I was going to go over 7 but giving him an 8 oh, <laughs> easy tiger Definitely an eight. Definitely an eight. Definitely an eight. Yeah, he had a good game, but it wasn't definitely an eight. It's 100% an eight. I can't agree with the eight. I can't agree with the eight. Yeah, he had a very good game, man. Yeah, I think he played well. For me, I was I was kind of saying, like, his um, contributions, attacking contributions, have kind of gone down a bit, and he hasn't scored in a while, and... I don't know. Has he assisted in a while? Did he get yeah. an assist? No, thanks to Rashford. Yeah, well, yeah, this is the problem. Yeah, you don't have people that uh, don't finish their food. <laughs> he got an assist against Norwich. He didn't play 
midweek. Partisan. Yeah, he didn't play then. He was on the bench because it was Greenwood. Yeah, the last couple of games, I haven't really felt, you know, that he's been contributing that much attacking-wise. But, I yeah, he, in the end, I feel like he did last, have a really good game. I think he got two assists in the last four games he's played. Yeah, not bad. So, I mean, he's he's doing his thing. Um, I've, mm. One thing I've, I've liked and I think gets understated with Daniel James is I was worried coming from Swansea, but yeah, he's going to have loads of pace and he's going to be really fast and all of this, but his ability on the ball would be poor in regards to ball retention, passing, um, loose balls. And one thing I give him credit for is he's very good um, close control in tight areas and um, picking the right pass and not losing the ball, especially when he's on the wing and he's being pressured. Um, Do you think? Yeah, I think that quite. I, a... I don't know about that. But if you watch it, it's in it's in moments of the game where there's not necessarily much going on, where he's got the ball and he's got it, and he's just keeping the game going. He he does draw not... a lot of fouls. Yeah, I'm not talking about when he's running. I'm just talking about stands. He's received the ball standing, and he's got men on, and he has to pick a pass and he has to make it. He's very crisp with his passing. I'll give him that. Um, I just think he just gets a bit. I don't think people notice as much because whenever they see him on the board, they're expecting him to just run at 30 miles an hour and skin someone. Yeah. So I think he gets a little bit underrated in that aspect. So I think there's a little bit more to him um, and we'll see it over time. I'd, who knows what's going to happen? He might just end up being a squad player. I'm just um, happy it's working out for him on the right because I, I was a bit worried. Yeah. Yeah, I still I feel think like left, sorry, Karen. I think still think he's better on the left. Hundred percent. He's um he's putting in good performances, not amazing, but good performances on the right, enough to help the attack. Yeah, I think being moved from the right, no, from the left to the right, he's kind of had to work on his um crossing and his final ball, which has improved massively because when he first came it was not great. You know, he couldn't, he couldn't really find a man. So I feel like that's what he's had to focus on now. Because when he cuts in from the left, it was more, he was more focused on his shooting and scoring. And that's where his game, his um, goals came from. Mm. So I feel like it has kind of benefited him, you know, moving to the right now. Because I don't, yeah. I don't think he'll ever play on the left again. Not, not now Rash was back in form. Yeah, he'll only come in at, on the left if... He's on Rashford the bench. Doesn't play. He's either on the bench and he wants to rest Rashford, and he's bringing him on as a sub, or it's squad rotation for whatever reason, and he's playing on the left, and Rashford's either playing up front because Martial's been rested, or they're playing that two up front, which they tried with the three-five-two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's predominantly going to be on the right for for now, whenever mm-hmm. it's fit. Okay, so let's move on. So seven point five. Yeah, seven point five. Eight. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um so we'll move on to number 10, Andreas Pereira. Uh, Got a goal, that... claimed a goal. I, I don't really see how he can claim that to be honest with you. That was like the most bummy goal. Yeah. That, that was, was the only the person, way he was going to um, score. He was also the person left marking dunk when he scored, by the way. Was he? Yeah. Mm, but that's not that's not really his game though. No, but we need to. That's obviously part of the issue with yeah. the zonal stuff. Because how he's supposed to <laughs> to mark Dunk is is ridiculous. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that doesn't measure up. Exactly. But what did you what did you guys make of his overall game like in the number ten position? Because personally, I feel like when like we spoke about before, when Pogba does come back, he's most at risk of losing his place in the team because as a number ten, you've got to be um, crisp with your passing. You've got to create. You've got to be able to spread the ball um, to the wing the wing players. You've got to be able to score goals. You've got to be able to you know play dink passes. You've got to track back and forward. I don't feel like he does any of that. Like he's not that creative. Yeah, I feel like the way the way we've handled some of our youth players have been. Wait, how, can we just clarify uh-huh. who, who you're calling a youth? Well, not now, obviously. I'm going to say, because um, this is the big up. man we're talking about. He's 24 years old. <laughs> no, he, he, Don't give him the Lingard treatment. No, no, he's a... He's, a, he's a, the Benjamin Button treatment. Now, but I think um, the whole thing of not really loaning uh, our players properly, I think he went on loan, but it was like to Valencia when they were... I think few... he had a couple, wasn't he? Yeah, he's been on loan about three, three yeah. times. Yeah. I don't know how exactly those have gone, but from what I saw, it wasn't Four. that... It wasn't that well. Um, so he's a player, in my opinion, that we should have let go. Yeah, I agree. I don't exactly see what is good about him. Because obviously, the, the lead up to the goal, he was doing stepovers. <laughs> he lost the ball. Lost the ball. <laughs> Martial did him a favour. Uh, and then it was a deflection. Yeah. So. Did you see Martial's reaction to the goal? He didn't <laughs> even want to celebrate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a, like embarrassment. <laughs> kind of just turned around and just clapped and said, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, he's not rated. I've got a stat here for you. So it says, um, Andreas, he's made 12 chances. This was before the Brighton game this season in the league. Um, 49th best in total. One behind Paul Pogba, who's been out for two months. That just says it all to me. Oh, my God. That is terrible. For someone is supposed to be a creative player. I know he's been playing on the right here and there, but he's been in the number 10 position for like quite a few games now. So that be your stat. That is mad. Pereira's on borrowed time. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm she... surprised he's still here. Like I said time? before. He's, he's here for another three years, bro. Nah. He's that's just to get a fee. Three years. That's what's going to happen. When the yeah. transfer window opens in the summer, if yeah. we don't get something to fill his void, if Pogba's not playing in his position, then I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he should never have got an extension. I can understand the extension only after the fact of looking what foolishness we've done in the transfer window and who we left the squad with. Because if you think if we didn't have Pereira, we would be relying on Matter right now until Pogba comes back. So I can understand in that regard why he stayed. The contract extension was madness, but I can understand why he stayed only because what we're doing at the moment um, but I think over time he's going to get phased out um, and then sold. Has to really. I'm surprised. Like I said before, I'm so surprised that he's still here. I thought he'd end up at like Genk or something like that. He's the next Makedo. He's not real Man United quality. Mm. He's good enough to play probably uh, a top uh, like for Watford, or he wouldn't even get the Watford side. Yeah, you could argue that still. Um, I don't know, but he's one of those type of level players. I think he could still play in the Premier League, but he's he's never he should never really have ended up at what staying with us. And I can't see him being at any other team challenging for the top four. But, yeah, more like a you know, uh, Newcastle player. 
Yeah. Every now and again gets games. Nah, he'd be a starter for Steve Bruce, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, we can't really say much they beat us, in it? So. Yeah. Um, so what are we giving him? I'll give, I'll give him a seven. Seven, only because of the goal six. that he claimed. Yeah, yeah, true. Seven so, um, deflection. Yeah, I mean, he again, he didn't... that goal, really. <laughs> <laughs> true, he's a good one as an assist. You know, I don't think he created much. I don't think he did much apart from the goal. Um, so, yeah, I think seven's accurate. Him and Lingard are very good at looking busy. That's what oh, I hate Yeah, Lingard. our fans have, like, a tendency to give people too many accolades because they look like they're running around and, you know, they're, they're doing stuff, but they're actually not. Mm. That's him. Yeah, I'm giving him a seven. Seven? Yeah. Cool. Seven it is. Okay, let's move on to Rashford. A game of mi- a mixed bag for Rashford. He's back in form now. I don't I think got him back in form is when he went he played versus I think was it that Bul- Bulgaria? Um for England he scored that wicked um that shot. Yeah. And it, yeah. And I think that game kind of lit a fire under him. I think that's the game where they got like racially abused as well. And I feel like in that game, something clicked for him and he's come back into form now. He's obviously Marshall's back and he's not playing as a striker. So I feel like he feels less pressure to kind of, you know, be the source of the goals. And I think he's benefiting from it now. But the misses, <laughs> we can't ignore the miss. So many misses. That was mm. absolutely terrible. We, we're going to have to be realistic at some point and just accept that this is Rashford. No, I'm not going to accept <laughs> it. I'm so sorry. He's, ha- he's what, 21, 22? He's just 21 now, right? He has enough time to correct not his like decision-making. <laughs> like, if he doesn't want to be another Lukaku. If he just stopped the ball for a second. It's always for a second. Like, he would have scored that goal. I don't know. I don't know where he was looking when he took the shot or the goal was it, it, it was open. Like uh. but, um what I did like though was after that specific miss, he looked upset by it. Which I'm not I d I don't really see from him too often. Um so at least he knows himself that he needs to start finishing his dinner. I'm not so. giving no credit for looking at that. <laughs> I want to give points for 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 Rashford looking upset. No, I mean, uh, this is what we do. <laughs> I mean, he's he's also twenty one. I mean, obviously he's been playing first team football for a while now, but I think it's again, it's just it's decision making. That's the problem. Like he makes such stupid decisions. You think, why have you done that? Like out of all those things you could have chosen to do, you've chosen that. And it baffles me every single time. It's frust- I, I, it's I very just, frustrating. I've just come to accept that he is an instinct finisher. Yeah. He has time to, to think about it. That's when he usually makes the wrong decision. The, the goal, he had a split second from the moment uh, Marshall laid it onto him to decide to you shoot. S- you say that, but the chance he missed... He didn't really have that much time to think about it. Yeah. It was just a, a quick cross. Like, he just had to hit the ball in the net. It was two yards out. How can you miss? He's missed it. That is... That is <laughs> He's a smack. But I, I've just accept... I've personally come to accept that Martial... Not Martial. Rashford will have 
a very good game and he could quite easily score two, but in reality, he probably should have scored four or five in that same game because he... But this is what we said of Lukaku and we didn't accept it from Lukaku, so I'm not really going to accept it from him. He needs to... That's a good Like, you you can't have players in your team that need, you know, three, four chances to score or, you know, are going to miss crucial chances like that because they do come back to haunt you. Like, if you miss that chance, because we play in Brighton, we won the game, it's like, oh, well, but if you miss that chance versus, say, Liverpool or Man City and then we go on to lose the game, we're forever going to be replaying it and saying, oh, for God's sake, you know what I mean? So he has to kind of stamp it out now. Like, he he can't accept it. I can't. I don't accept it, but I'm just saying that it's that's just the way he is, and I don't, I don't, I don't compare him to Lukaku because Lukaku is a centre forward. I don't believe Rashford is a centre forward. Is is not whether he wants to be is different. Yeah. But to me, his natural game is a left winger, left wing forward. That's his position. He can play as a a support striker in a two. Yes, but he's not an out and out centre forward. Um, so that's why I don't I don't put the same energy into him as I do with Lukaku. Lukaku's meant to be a goal machine. He's a goal machine when it suits him against the poor teams. Um Rashford at least scores against the big teams. So yeah, his his issues is not um the big games, the atmosphere. It's just a pure he's just not a natural killer in front of goal like that. Yeah. I mean, he, I can guarantee you, he will. I think he will definitely have over the course of his career. I think he'll get better. He has. Yeah, I, f- I think he will as well. I f- he he has, has to. He will have very good purple patches, I think, where he'll score 20 plus, maybe even hit a 30 goal season one year if we get a good enough team which is working and creating enough chances because he will put away goals, but he will also miss the odd sitter every now and again. I mean, what was the argument about Andy Cole? They used to say he took seven chances to score, but no one cares because... So not, he... not, not that odd. I can't even really remember Andy Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I actually remember watching Andy Cole. <laughs> of course you would. You're 40. That's <laughs> true. That's true. But yeah, I think, end of the day, I think I agree with you with regards to the pressure's off. He's got Martial there. I think the more everyone else in the team chips in with goals, then the less we're going to not care but not worry as much because we have a um, wider spread of goals. At the moment, we are kind of relying on Rashford mainly and, and, Martial. and Martial. And then if someone else chips in with a goal, it's a rarity every now and again. We're not really... Yeah, exactly. But then that, on the flip side, that is why you kind of... He has to kind of take those easy chances that he is getting and he kind of fluffs it often. So... But anyway, yeah. what are we going to give Marcus? I'll give him a I'm seven curious. because I'm going to knock it one point off because that miss was criminal. You should be locked up for that miss. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you remember the one at the end where he dragged it wide of the far post just before he got substituted off? That should have been yeah. a goal. So you should have. Look, that's two. Yeah, I should have had that trick easily. So I'm going to give him a seven. Um, didn't finish his food. Yeah, you went home hungry. Yeah, seven, seven point five, seven. Seven is. Let's move on now to Anthony Martial back in the team. Man of the match, in my opinion. Man of the match. 
Yeah. See, I don't even think he played well, but by his standards, I don't even think that was one of his best. He linked the games. play. Yeah, he wasn't, but he was all saw, over the place. We saw a different side of Martial, which was you know he was kind of the creator. Mm. He was making things happen. He was holding the ball up well, and you know his passing was playing like He was playing like a true target man. He done all the dirty work to help everyone else play better. So yeah, the number nine else. that we've been wanting. Yeah, the the what what Lukaku sold us a dream of. <laughs> I don't know what dream people thought they were buying. But I know. I got, <laughs> I got gassed with the Everton highlights. Not gonna lie. Yeah, but if you ever watched him at Everton, most of his goals he was running from deep. At, yeah, running at the ball. He was never <laughs> dribbling. It's got a few. Let, let, let's let's not. But, yeah, let's let's, let, let's let's leave him in Italy. You know, let him let him enjoy Inter. Let him and Sanchez chill with the dogs in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just can't talk about that guy. I I really don't care. Him, I really I'm don't. Just glad him and his Tims have left the club. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, let's get back to Martial. Mm. I'll, I'll give Martial an 8. 8 out of 10. Is that mm-hmm. just because he didn't score? What do you mean just because he didn't it's score? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have given him a 9. I, I don't think he was close to his best, but I feel like he kind of showed... I think it's important for him to show other sides of, you know, that um, target man football. and Because we know he can finish. We know that he can score goals. And we know that he's... um. That's mainly his strong point. But I think it's important for him to show a different side as well. So that's why I'm giving him an eight. Okay. I gave him a nine personally. Me too. You cap, big cap. That's one point away from perfection. Yeah. Mad. Remember when playing Brighton? That doesn't affect your rating. Come on. It does. Of course it does. (laughs) Got two assists. It does. The rating should be based on the game and the game only. No, and the and the opposition. Nah. Hundred percent nah. The man is saying that he was near perfect because we played he played well versus Brighton. Come on, cap, massive <laughs> cap. <laughs> but no, I think I think he was good. And isn't it funny how that you know the fan base? Remember under Mourinho, the fan base hated Martial. It wasn't Pogba. It was well, mainly Pogba and him, but. For a long period of time, Martial was the villain. And now people are starting to realise that actually, this guy's actually quite talented. That's so Mourinho's fault, though. It just goes to show what a sickness Mourinho inflicted into this fan base. And now those same fans are like, yes, you know, we're happy to have Martial back. It's crazy to me. Because he would bring him on at, like, late in the game and expect him to do something. No, like, like 20 minute cameos. Yeah, it's cameos. like. And he'd still assist, and then it wouldn't be good enough. Yeah. But anyway, I I, felt, I'm glad he's growing up. I really felt sorry for him and Rashford when they had that. Fair enough, they were both performing well, but that spell where it was one would start one game, and would someone score, assist, and then the other one would start, and it would do the same thing the next game. No one was getting a consistent run of games. I felt sorry for him during that spell, man. But Yeah, and then, and then he'd still come out and blame him anyway. Yeah, and he's still got the stats. Can you remember his um his rant? Now you see why always Lukaku, Lukaku, Lukaku. I always so <laughs> jump in my TV and smack the Portuguese out of him. I swear to God, I was, what are you talking about? I can't remember. I think that was the cup, the cup game that we didn't win. Yeah, he just and he threw the them all under the bus for Lukaku of all players. 
this is who you're capable for. This is Jeans oh. and Timberland Lukaku. Jesus Christ. That, that man could, should never manage again. Arsenal, good luck with that, man. <laughs> I've seen the, um, the stats for the game in terms of like shots and yeah. shots. Um, we should definitely have scored more than three. 100%. We missed there. Kepler, I'm just glad he actually had shots. 21 shots. <laughs> Do you lot think Chong's ever going to see the team again? Nope. Mm, I've, I read something about um, from his agent and he's got a lot of clubs after him. So I kind of feel like they're leaning towards him leaving. And to be honest, I wouldn't be that upset because I don't see how he'll ever get in this team. And I personally, I don't think he's ready for it. I feel like he he's someone that does need to go on loan at like a lesser club, like a championship club, but that's not what his entourage wants. So he's not going to make it at United. I kind of questioned the the youth setup, and uh, what what sneaky butts role again? Is he like the um, the director? Director of youth development of some yeah some like... nonsense like that. Yeah, um, I don't. I actually don't think we have a a plan. For players that like are on the brink, um, so obviously they they come through the academy, they play under twenty threes or whatever. But then there's a point where they should be going on loan to teams that are actually do yeah. not doing well, but are teams that are competing, like Axel. You went, yeah, to, yeah, exactly. To, to Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, whereas other teams seem to do that, but we don't seem to do that for our young players, and I don't quite understand. It's because it's kind of, like I always say, it's based off of the myth that we produced a lot of players from our youth team to our um, first team and they're somehow expected to make the transition seamlessly and because that's what we've done before, um, like in 1990, whatever. But it's not the case now. They need to go on loan. They need to build up that strength and playing against big men. Like, how are you coming from playing against teenagers the same size as you, not really challenged? You know, you're, you're bossing it at that level, but then you're expected to come into, you know, big Man United, big pressure, big Premier League and perform. And I feel like they, they don't sh- not shun loans, but they're reluctant to send their better youth, like Greenwood, on loan because they feel which like he can come and do it in our first team, which is isn't so really weird. the case. So who were we rating, Marshall? Yeah, Marshall. <laughs> so what, what? What we give them a nine? Number you nine. You two said nine. I said eight. Am nine. Am nine. <laughs> Straight up. So oh, we've got the subs. Only really Lingard paid um, a decent yeah. amount of time to be rated. Jeez. Oh, wow. He played twenty. He came off for Pereira um, with twenty minutes to go. I, I can, can't. I can't really remember him doing anything. He won a couple of fouls on the edge of the box. He had a couple but, runs and drilled a couple aimless crosses across the box. Um, space. Six. <laughs> six. Yeah, six. Found, found a lot of space. He gets yeah. a four. He looked busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that you know when he said, "Oh, I'm not cutting my hair. I'm not getting a trim until you know I score a goal." Even he doesn't believe in himself because he got a trim yeah. the exact yeah. same oh. week. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even believe in himself. Uh, he said, nah, you know, so, fuck it. Let me, let me call my barber real quick. But yeah, I'm going to give him a six as well. No, actually, I'm going to give him a five. Uh, he didn't do anything. It's a four for me. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I feel like he ruined Rashford, to be fair. 
Nah. That's another one of my theories. Nah, I'm sticking out on Jersey. Jeff, you're you're one of these um, you know, what they what do I call them? Green and gold Man United fans that just believe <laughs> anything the press is telling you. No, look, I'll tell you why why I said that because there was this summer where he was hanging out with Jesse a lot. It's around the time he got that stupid chain as well. For that chain, <laughs> dumb Rashi. I'm like, what is this? Like, uh, and it was, I think it was around the time they had that um, the Snapchat issue where Jesse was doing madness on Snapchat. Like, uh, you're you're a big man. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, are we going to see Matic is... again before the January window? Do you think he's going to definitely not? I feel like they've phased him out now to a point where people think he's injured. He's not injured, and not he wants to go. They yeah. they're happy to sell him. Let's not forget. F. McTominay is in, injured for a long time. Yeah, that could change. The play. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I still feel like Matic should have gone over Fellaini. I miss Fellaini, man. What? I'm not going to say I miss him. What I, nonsense is I, this? Aggression. Jesus. Jesus is Lord. I hear you, but no. So, Mourinho. You want Mourinho ball? No, no, I just like I just like my midfielders to elbow people every now and again. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's it for our player ratings now. We've gone for everyone. I think. Two subs we didn't do, but they didn't really play nah, enough. Like, Rojo came on right. and Greenwood. Greenwood with the pity minutes again. <sighs> That's well, one I, thing that annoys me. I didn't even see him touch the ball, to be honest. He didn't. He came on for like the, the last couple minutes. Yeah. They both came on that 90th minute, yeah. to be fair. Which is... That's one thing I feel like Oli needs to kind of get. If we're winning three one or by like seventy minutes, like put put him on, give him at least twenty minutes. Let let him find his feet because this was the kind of game that you know was open. We had bare chances where he could have been getting goal on the on yeah. the score sheet. My issue is that he put Lingard on before Greenwood. This is it. Um, like Lingard's had his chance. He's that should never be the case ever again. It should be Greenwood before Lingard every time. Yeah. Um, I I just don't get why he doesn't give him more game time. Makes no sense. Boy, man. He's one of his favourites. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you for coming on, Jeff. No, sorry, Jay. Jeff. El Jefe. My pleasure. Remember, remember someone batted you up to change your name from <laughs> El Jefe to Jefe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Sorry, I got I got to remind people about these things. You got you got a good memory, man. <laughs> no, because it, it it killed me at the time. Anyways, make sure to use the hashtag the RAP and find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Red Army Pod. Anyways, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>